You know what that reminded me of, right? What? We got to bust out the 12 Days of Christmas. Yeah. We do. I've been waiting for you to look for it. I I know where it is. I know exactly where it is. I got to do it. Yeah. Do you remember doing that? I do. I don't remember how it goes, though. That's why I'm waiting for you to find it so I can re-listen to it. Justin. It's probably the highlight (laughs) of my career. Bro. And it was on the spot. There was nothing planned. It's absolutely classic. (laughs) It's 100% classic. And I have to, because the thing is, and hi, everybody out there in Facebook land and social media land. The thing is, you went through a bunch of different voices throughout all that. Mm -hmm. Like, you didn't just do your own voice. No. You did an Italian East Utica guy. Mm -hmm. You did some dude from Hick from up north. You did, you you were, I'm sorry. That wasn't directed to you at all. I promise. That wasn't directed. <laughs> you went through the whole spectrum I did. Of, of people. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. And then I had to remember what I did for each one on the way back down and that it got it got funny at the end because I think that I, I changed a couple <laughs> on the way back down. Oh man. So what we're talking about is Justin God, I think it was back back in 2017, recorded the twelve days of Utica Christmas for us here in the studio. <laughs> And it was great. I nice. mean, he knocked it out of the park. And, and the very next day, we had Ryan Quinn come in and do it. And it, no offense to Ryan, he did a great job with it, but it it couldn't compare to what Justin. <laughs> it did. didn't have the pizzazz. It didn't because it didn't because Justin went through all these characters yeah. throughout, and it's like, how did he do that? You know, he went through. It's the twelve days of Christmas. He had twelve different voices. Well, there's more than twelve characters in you. <laughs> sure, sure. So. <laughs> the only one he was missing was Rainbow. Rainbow. Yeah. I was just gonna say Rainbow. I didn't do, but I could probably. Probably do a good rainbow oppression these days, but yeah, buddy, then, yeah, yeah, nice know you, nice know you, yeah, 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 yeah. You join the orchestra. You got to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to bust it out, and I will bust out. In fact, remind me after we're done today, I'm going to dig that up, and we're, I'm going to put it up on the jingle palette so we can Definitely. play it. Definitely, it's man. absolutely yeah. classic. I, I want to hear it. That was so there. much fun, it's so good. Um, and shout out, I, I want to say uh, Gia wrote that, or or Angela Johnson, or one of them. I can't remember who wrote it. There's there's a couple of people. Did there. they hear me sing it? Yes. Whoever wrote it? Yes. And then the next day we had Ryan Quinn come yeah. in and sing it with the girls. And they were all ah. like, ah, oh, we get to sing with Ryan Quinn. You know, I mean, he's a right. local celebrity, sure, he's sure. a voice yeah. and all that. Right? And then I played them yours before <laughs> we started. And Ryan's just sitting there like, he's like, dude, I don't know if I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tall order. <laughs> it was a tall order. It yeah. was absolutely really yeah. cool. And I want to bust that out. Mm-hmm. I sure. definitely bust definitely. that out. One thing I do got to bust out is my sponsorships. Yes. Get much love to EJA Moving Services and the professional movers when you're ready to move and reload. Okay, hit them up at ejamoving.com. Shout out to attorney Dave Longaretta for always keeping me out of trouble. 315-735-6162 for legal advice. Also, big ups to our friends from Utica Coffee. Drinking the Adirondack roast today. It's the, the generic roast, if you will. And then also Saranac Brewery, too, for always keeping us hydrated here around the D, which I need to go get beer, dude. Yeah, that's why I keep bringing coffee. I do. I'm <laughs> sorry, man. I... And I told you this before we started. Like I, I've been feeling lazy lately. Uh-huh. Is it just and me or no? No, it's, so it's everybody. <laughs> yeah, but I've I've been feeling lazy since like March sixteenth. Yeah. So yeah, that's about. I right. don't know if it's a new thing for me or just you well, know. I have a question though. Did any of you guys like like March seventeenth happened? The whole world got shut down, yeah. and for some reason you thought it'd be a good idea to drink a thirty pack a week. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or 30 pack every four days. Like, that's kind of where I was well, at. Well, my thing was like, 
Well, I'm just going to take this as like a vacation because this is going to be this is going to be just like a crazy like four weeks. Yeah, two to four weeks. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to play rummy with my brother and (laughs) get super drunk, and then that play play what with your brother? Rummy. I love rummy. Oh my god! I screwed up your names on the on the thing over here. Actually, right now, Seth, you are Justin, and you are Seth. Nice. It goes to show you what kind of day I'm having. Uh, Yeah. Right. No, I just, People are going to be so confused. I, I'm confused, man. It's been that kind of a day. After two and a half months of straight drinking, I was like, man, I, you know, this thing doesn't seem like it's going to end anytime soon, yeah. and I'm starting to forget my name, so I yeah. should probably calm it down a little bit. And drink water. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? My, I took a sip of water, my liver went... <laughs> it's like, oh, man, this this tastes like bat blue. <laughs> right. Man, I don't yeah, know. But actually, I, I just made a trip. I'm trying to, to change your names up. You guys continue on. <laughs> All right, right. No, but I should have brought beer because I just made a trip yesterday for the small breweries day. I okay. went to Woodland. Ooh, yeah. And I got, because they have their Black Friday every year. Right. Where they just do like, and I'm a dark beer guy. I yeah. love dark beer. So I always go there on Black Friday and they have like this massive list of just amazing dark beers and they still have them like in bottles and if you go down to Woodland, you have to get the oak, the oak barrel mm. Voyager Two. It is the best, literally the best beer I've ever had. Wow! Like I brought it over to my dad last night, and I'm just like, have this. Like, <laughs> and, and like he had a sip, and he's just like, I have goosebumps. I have wow. goosebumps. Seth. Oh, that's awesome! And I'm like, yeah, it's that good. It's I can't like, wait. It's like chocolate milk, but like. Like a tart chocolate milk. Thank you, Todd. It's so good. Oh, oh Todd had it. Todd of got course, it. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do without Todd. I just Sorry got, to interrupt you. I'm very, I'm very excited. I just got into the rotation at, at Woodland again because I was there. I was there before, and then like they it, with with poor Tim and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then like. For some reason, like, I didn't play there for, like, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And then they booked me on a whim. They were like, hey, you got this data available? I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, my God. Yeah, I couldn't wait to get back in. I walk in the door, and I'm like, am I at the right place? Because they, they redid the yeah. entire thing. But the last time I played there, it was the old place. Mm-hmm. And I walked in, it, and it's, like, huge. Yeah, they, like, more than doubled in size. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, this is great. Just in time to shut the country down. Right? <laughs> yeah. They did the entire you know? remodel when everything was shut down. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like man, when, when, yeah. this pl- when, when the world open ba- opens back up again, this place is going to be hopping, man. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. And like, they're pl- like Keith is planning on putting a stage in there yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, give me a call. I want to help out. Yeah, like, me too. I'd love to. Yeah. It's such a cool spot. Like, it's kind of like up on the hill. Mm-hmm. And it's like, kind of like. And everybody knows secret because it's like, it's a really, really happening place Mm -hmm. all summer long. It's super packed all summer. Yep. And it's like such good beer. And like, there's so many good breweries now that like, and like Woodland kind of like pushed the door open for, you know, like, uh, like Copper City and Seven Hamlets and stuff. And like, yeah, what's there not like, even if you just like the, like, you know, the yellow beers. Sure, yeah, the yellow beers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I've seen that, like, most breweries that I go to will have, like, their version of the yellow beer. Sure. So it's like you can bring your, you know, I only drink Budweiser Uncle. Sure, sure. And he's going to have, like, something to drink, and then he might try something. Don't and they normally call it, like, it? A, they call it a session ale? Yeah. That's what they they'll yeah. end up calling it is the session ale yeah. or whatever, and it's more like your Budweiser. I had a brewery open up uh, last year in Frankfurt where I, where I mm-hmm. live. 
and it's called Hill Path Brewing. And I went there and tried their beer. I actually had a jalapeno something or other, and it was the weirdest thing. It was so good, but it had like the the uh, the finish of a pepper. Yeah, and it was the it was the coolest thing in the world because like you take the sip and you're like, oh, beer, and then whoa. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like spicy at all, but it just had that jalapeno yep. pepper taste at the end of it. And it was like he brewed it with with jalapeno peppers. But I mean, just the, the stuff people are creating, and it's cool because yeah. all these craft breweries are trying to to find their niche in this huge market now mm-hmm. of craft breweries. I mean, you know, they used to call it like you know small batch breweries and like small breweries, and now they're they're just as you know popular and as big as some of the the major brands, and they're yeah. trying to keep up and trying to find their their way. You know what I mean? It's really cool. Though. Yeah, like Oma Gang is like not. Is not a craft brewery yeah, anymore. Yes, exactly. It's like, really, really. Well, it's it's that big. Like yeah. Oma Gang is huge. Yeah, like they, they ship all over the country. They ship overseas. Distribution, mm-hmm. right? And it's like when I first started drinking, like that was the At like twelve. I, yeah, 12. <laughs> well, when I first started like going to like when I was in college and stuff, I was like that prissy kid that brought Oma Gang to the party. <laughs> you know, just sipping on my nine percent beer when everyone's just getting like smashed on Natty Light, and I'm like. You know, this could taste good. You know, like you can have beer that tastes good. <laughs> right. You just choose not to. And it's so cool, like seeing like those people that used to be the natty like type of people, they're like starting to go to breweries because it's like right. food. Yep. You know, you can have like a McDouble every day and like you know what it tastes like and it's, you know, it's consistent and it's mass produced and stuff. But sometimes you want to, you know, Go down to Bella Regina's and get some greens or, yeah. you know, go to like some weird hole in the wall Thai place. Like right. there's other foods, there's other beers out there that yeah. you don't know that you like until you try it. So right. Go my, and try uh, it. Yeah. My, uh, my, fr- my best friend uh, from uh, Ithaca owns a, uh, a um, calls it the Ithaca Ale House. And it was one of the first gastropubs in mm-hmm. the country as far as like they, he actually pairs the food that he serves with the beers he has on tap. He has is over that, 20. Nice. Is that what 20 gastro means? On, Huh? What's gastro? Yeah, gastro. Food. It's just yeah, food. food. Okay. Yeah, so it's um, you know, yeah, in, in essence, food pub. You know, yeah. so but yeah, anyway, yeah. like every single thing on the menu, it'll say in parentheses next to it what style of beer that they have, and you can actually ask the waitresses or bartenders. They're like, you know, what do you recommend with this or whatever, yeah. and they all know. They all know exactly what. And it's the weirdest thing too, because I never, I'm, I'm one of those weird people that doesn't like to drink beer with dinner. Like I just, I, it, mm. it doesn't taste right. You know, wine I'll do all day, <clears throat> but you know. But beer, for some reason, never struck the palate well or whatever. So, but I went down there and he like he's like, no, you got to do this the right way. You got to like you know take take a sip of beer, then then you take a, a bite, mm-hmm. chew it for a little while, and then right before you swallow, you take another sip of beer and let it interact with the flavors of the of the food. And it was it was mind altering, man. It was yeah. like crazy. And like that's the only place now I'll go and, and like actually drink beer with dinner. So. What's the name of the place again? The Ithaca Ale House. Oh right, okay. Yep, and uh, he's. Uh, Currently moving into their city center, he's going to have like a like a four thousand square foot place with stages and everything for live music and everything. So it's going to be really cool. You've but, been going there for years. Yeah, yeah. I've been down in. Uh, we've been going to Ithaca, and uh, him and I became friends in uh, two thousand one. Was when I first went down there, and we we've been best friends ever since. So awesome. Yeah, you're right though, Seth. Woodland did pave the way for a lot of these for sure breweries. Yeah. You know, of course, Saranac was around in Oma Gang, but yeah. once uh, what there was some act that was released in in New York State yeah. for like you can grow up to so much hops or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly what it was, what act it was, but um, that came into um, 
in action, and then yeah. all of a sudden these little breweries started popping up. But yeah, Woodland definitely way, leading the way. I, yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah. and like think of all the jobs because there's like so many now. Like think of all the jobs that were created through sure. it, yeah. and how it's like turned into this like culture of people. Mm-hmm. Like it can be. It's like a place. How I always saw like breweries and microbreweries and stuff is like I don't like going out to bars and having like that rowdy like get drunk experience. Sure. And most breweries don't have that because right. like people are actually there to drink beer that they want to drink, not to just like get drunk and hit on the bartender. Right. So it's like they're great places to play because the crowds are always good. Mm-hmm. They're great places to like go and like have a bite and drink. And oh crap. Is this stuff. a, is this a music podcast? I forgot. It doesn't matter. I <laughs> we're talking, yeah, we're, we're talking about beer. I love this. Beer, man. it goes well, so, it, yeah. it's like it the only music. venues now are breweries. So. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> absolutely right. You're yeah. absolutely right, man. It's They're like, the best venues now. Yes, like, they are. Absolutely. Yeah. And I totally agree with him in that sense that, uh, I mean, when I, when we were younger, that's all we had was those bars that yeah. were, that were packed with people hitting on bartenders and getting wasted, you know, yeah. the college crowd, so to speak, which there's nothing against that. I mean, everybody's got to go through that. Yeah, everyone, right. You Mc, know, McDonald's exists for a reason sure, and so sure. do those bars. Yeah, I love like, that analogy too. That's a perfect analogy. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I just, um, you know, lo- I love that whole atmosphere and that whole thing. I never I, I never got into that whole, you know, drinking to get drunk thing. Yeah. If I happen to get drunk when I'm drinking, then okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, I'm, I was never like, I need to pound this many beers so I can get wasted. You know what I yeah. mean? But it, and that get, I don't know, the, the type of people, you get the, around that type of people and then it's like, you know, you make new friends and, yeah. You know, people that are like you. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had, I have the same mindset because, like, for a really long time, the only time I drank was at shows because, like, I started playing shows before I was 21. Yeah. So the only time I drank was free drinks at bars. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't get drunk because I need to work. Right, yeah, <laughs> like, sure. Because in, uh, this was, like, back in the Birdseed Bandits. We were playing uh, at Kitty Hoynes out in Syracuse. Uh-huh. And our show was delayed because, like... 30 bagpipers came to play in the bar. Cool. And I don't know, have you ever been to Kitty Hoynes? No. It is smaller than this room. Yeah. It wow. is tiny, tiny place. And there was like 30 bagpipers that are standing on the bar and everything. Like me and Nash are like crying in the back because <laughs> of like bagpipes make Irish people emotional. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, so we're just like standing by the door, just pounding drinks. And it was like the last show that I was like played drunk. Yeah. And I was like, never again. Yeah. Like I was falling off their tiny little, like, you know, tiny, tiny stage. And I was just like, not again. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> right on, man. We should introduce Seth, huh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? <laughs> we didn't even introduce anybody. Nah, you're good. Yeah. I got so wrapped up into the 12 days of Christmas, they got me I know, all right? pumped I up. Know. Like, here we are. It's going to be December 1st tomorrow. I can't wait to hear that, by the way. Oh, like, no, I, I can't wait for you to so hear that. Bad. I can't wait to hear that. I don't remember what it was what it was like, but, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's funny because I, the one thing I love the most about this, uh, this whole podcast that Z and I are doing here is that... Number one, we're nothing is ever scripted, and we never have any idea what we're going to talk about. If it if it was scripted, it, it would probably fall apart. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I mean, Todd would have to be here with cue cards. And we don't want that. You know, I, I can't no. read. So. Yeah, no. <laughs> but uh, the other thing is too is that um, I I feel kind of selfish because I, I get to hang out with musicians that I don't yeah. normally get to hang out with because yeah. we're always gigging. You know what right? I mean? So 
yeah. Well, so now, now we're it, not, but yeah. Right, now we're not. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's cool. It gives me an opportunity to get to know you guys, and yeah. that's uh, something I've always wanted to do. So. Well, I feel like out of any of the musicians, I mean, both of you have been kind of gigging a little bit yeah. here and there. Yeah. I, I had, mean, you guys I had three gigs last week. I got three gigs this week. It's insane. Nice. It's like Both normal. of you are known to play <clears throat> over 200 shows a year, and now sure. here yeah. you are <laughs> and in the middle of a pandemic, but you're at least getting some gigs in. Yeah. 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 And it's like... I've kind of been taking them sparingly and kind of venue dependent right? because like, and I'm not going to call out any names, but there's some places that aren't doing it quite the best, Mm -hmm. like safe wise. Yeah. Safe wise. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I don't want to feed into that problem because that's, what's going to keep me from playing shows sooner. Exactly. So I'm like, you know, just do the right thing. There's a right way to have music at your venue. Yep. It's not hard. Just do it right, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can start playing the actual shows soon. Right. You know? Which actually leads me into this. We're doing a virtual show with the Old Main this Saturday. Oh, my God. I wish I could be there. Uh, tickets. I put, well, the tickets, you can watch it right from the comfort of your own home, brother. I, I can't, though. Oh, okay. I have to play. All right. Well, you can, you can get it on your smartphone, and while you're playing, you can put it off to the side on a music stand. You can That'd watch. be so weird if I was playing, but I had the old man in my ears. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, it's like when you're playing a bar and they don't turn the music off. I know. Right. Oh, my well, God. Well, we should be used to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to play, and like Kid Rock's playing in the yeah, background. Oh, yeah. like, oh, this is great. My favorite, thing, my favorite thing about going and playing at a bar is no matter what bar you go to, it, they will never be playing genre specific music to what you're playing. Yep. Like you know what I mean. Oh, walking, tr- try being in a weird genre. Oh my god, I can't imagine you guys. But like you know, I mean, we're a variety band, but we don't do any like 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 crazy metal or like anything yeah. like that. And I swear, every time we go into a bar, it's either it's either like electronic pop, it, it's yep. uh, it's a uh, like thrash metal or old like. Twangy country. Yeah. yeah. I had a technique at the electric company back in the day. So if I had a hippie band playing and it was packed with all like jam banders I, to get everybody out, I'd play Slayer at the end of the night. And oh, I'd yeah. Clear right out. Yep. So then <laughs> when I would have a metal show, I'd play like Mo at the end of the night and the whole band would clear. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. It worked. It was better than a yeah. bouncer yelling at you for some yeah, reason, to get out. You yeah. know, for it some worked reason like the, a charm yeah. every time. For some reason, the band only took 20 minutes to pack up instead of the usual three and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> right. <they're> like, <laughs> yeah. going on in the background and stuff. They're like, what is this? Hey, it worked. It got everybody out yeah. of here. Yeah, sure. Or, or the bars that when they turn the music back on, they're somehow louder than the band was. Yes. After they had said the, the entire time, can you guys can turn, you it turn it down? Can you turn like, it down? You guys are a little loud. Yeah. You, know, we're, you know, we're trying to, like, we've had a couple people talking, but it's like, as soon as you're done, they're like, Wah! you know, blasting yeah. Kid Cudi oh, yeah. in your ears. And like, and this I'd is totally not a rag on, bar, on bars at all. I mean, this is like, I mean, it's... There's ones that do it right. 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 There, yes. Right. Exactly. And Most then, of them do it right. There was mm-hmm. this one incident that I had Joey Belladonna from Anthrax oh, play. Yeah. Right. Was and it Chief Bigway, his band? Chief Bigway yeah. play, nice. right? And yeah. so at the end of the night, some idiot decides to play Anthrax at the on the jukebox <laughs> afterwards. And not only play Anthrax, but played like the, the whole catalog. Oh man. And Joey looked at me, he's like, Zeke, can, is there a way we could shut this off? Like the artist doesn't want to hear their no. music no. after they're done playing. No. It's not God, no. And no. and those guys think it's cool. Joey, let me get a picture, man. Sing Indians with me, bro. Come oh. on, man. It's all drunk and spitting all over him. And Joey's like, get away from me, dude. Shut this off. Can you pull the plug on the jukebox, please? Dude, you want to talk about a show? Have you ever seen them, Chief Bigway? No. Okay, so so here's the lead singer, Anthrax, gets behind a drum kit and plays cover music for four hours straight with no break. And he's the lead singer behind the kit. It's incredible to watch. And you're just like, are you kidding me, man? I mean, it's like... And hitting all the notes, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, From behind the kit. I can't sing sitting down. I've tried. 
I mean, I can, but it's yeah. just not the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I got to get used to it now because of the whole, like, you know, I mean, I, I kind of got used to it over, you know, doing the live yeah. stuff and everything like that. You kind of start to develop it, but. Yeah. And like, I kind of have the same thing because I, like, I even record standing up. Yeah, me too. And it's like when I was sitting in my chair doing live streams on my first one, because like, for some reason I have this tick where I like sway like this as I'm playing yeah. and it looks very stupid doing that in a chair. <laughs> and I, like when I watched it back, I'm like, I need to consciously not do that. Right. Because right. it looks pretty but the, dumb. The, the sad part is, is that like, if you're, if you're being conscious about that, then you're playing and your singing is going to, you yeah. know, it's going to suffer because yeah. you're so worried about what you're looking like. And like when you're on stage, nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at right. the, the rock star poses you see, like people get pictures taken. Yeah. I mean, there's right now for our band, we got this, this thing in every, I swear, every gig. And it looks like I'm I'm about ready to blow a big fart. Like I'm like literally going <laughs> like this, and it's like the most unflattering picture ever. And for, I don't know why Joe continues to use it, but there it is. And some guy calls me out on it. Last time we we, we played at Lucas, and, and uh, he po- literally posts on. He's like, "That dude looks like he's gonna fart." And I'm like, "Thank you." <clears throat> have you seen Have you uh, seen the, like the picture thread where they took like famous guitarists and replaced their guitar yes, with snails? With snails, yes, slugs. yes, slugs. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's. So so hilarious. Funny. John Mayer with his like, like yeah, because, that look out, he's because like the guitar face and just yeah. like big slug. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that swaying is part of your muscle memory though? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I because I was talking to somebody about it and they actually pointed out because in the Birdseed Bandits I played the feet drums mm-hmm. mm. and like I literally had to like do that while I played right and like I did that for you know four years straight so now I'm just doing it without the drums now and right, I'm like right. oh yeah that huh. makes a lot of sense yep. Which that, that's yeah. incredible by the way that you know people that play foot drums and guitar at the same yeah, time like no doubt. I mean like my great my calves tick, I have great calves sure yeah. yeah well that that was what I was I was gonna say like my tick when I play and, and like when I'm playing is is like like my, I, my my foot literally comes off the ground. Yeah. My heel comes off the ground, and I'm constantly like this. And I never realized how much I did it until my three year old goes. All of a sudden, he's just sitting there, and he's got like he's playing air guitar to a, a song, mm-hmm. and he's going like that. I'm like, buddy, what are you doing? He's like, I'm doing what you do, daddy. And I'm like, <laughs> nice. Oh crap, I do that all the time, and it's yeah. like, oh god. And then you you get conscious of it, and then you get kind of insecure mm-hmm. a little bit, but then. Like fuck it. See, I I love that stuff because like when you're watching a band, and especially if you've seen them quite a bit, yeah, you start learning their ticks and stuff. Sure. And I remember when the Rusty Doves were <clears throat> playing stuff, and Jerry on the bass, we like we had always called it the Jerry Stump because he would just do that while yeah. he was playing, and I'm yeah. like, that's his thing. That's his thing. And yeah. it's like, you know, don't take your ticks away. Like no, that's don't. that's what, oh, my that's God. what makes it interesting. Yep. You know? Yep. It's it's definitely a, yeah. a a cool thing, and it's it's all part of the artistic uh, end of of in the creative end of the yeah. playing. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> is there anybody local that you haven't played with that you want to play with? Showtime, Showtime, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just saying that because he's sitting to you? No, left? we've talked about it. Yeah, right. yeah. Like we're like, I was. Like, I mean, that we need my to like the old main. Definitely. Yeah, we I mean, need to do like a Saranac Thursday where like yeah. all of us are up there and we're like we're just doing all the songs yeah. and just not giving like one care in the world and just right. see what happens. Absolutely. Because it'd be fun. Like, I mean, look, like I told you I was going to talk about it. When we went to Talk of the yeah. Town, we were on the radio show Talk of the Town, and I, I was there, and they, like, as I'm playing and talking, they're coming in and setting up. I'm like, 
oh, this is freaking awesome. The yeah. old man's coming into play. I'm like, this is great. And they like literally brought, you guys all had your gear and, like, yeah. in this little studio. And I'm like, this is awesome. These guys can set up anywhere. This they can. Cool. And we did. And right. they have. <laughs> and so like Dave, uh, uh, was da- I think it was Dave Coombs at the time. or No, mm-hmm. was it Dave? Yeah, Beth and, and Dave. Beth and Dave. And Dave's like, all right, and we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, the old man and Justin are going to perform a song together. And we all, all of a sudden, our eyes bugged out of our heads. We all looked at each other like, we are? Yep. <laughs> okay. And like we did, we did, we came up with a song. It was awesome. I mean, it yeah. was just so like raw and and real. Yeah. What did you like, guys do? Uh, can't you see? I think. Yep. Yeah. Just can't you see? Can't you see? Yeah. Yep. And it was just it was just the coolest thing. And like I, I felt like we gelled pretty well together. Yeah, you know, totally. All of us and and just uh, like really felt it. You really felt it. You yeah. know what I mean? So. And it's just fun playing with musicians. Yeah. It's like especially when you're not when you don't play with them often. You you pick up you know the little you know, bits and pieces that yeah. will make you better. And like, especially with guys, you know, and I'm just going to, you know, like you guys are just so good and like so tight yeah. that like Nash and I, like all three, Nash, Mitch, and uh, I would like go to shows and be like, you know, kind of like looking because we're like, okay, well, like what can we do to make our show a little bit better? Like, oh, okay, like, you know, they're kind of, like, fading into the song here. Like, right. we're trying to, like, do, like, do you guys have, like, a set list or are you just calling them out? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, little things like that because, like like I said, like, I didn't really, like, go to a lot of shows when I was younger and started playing. I just sure. started playing shows. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to try to get out of bad habits. So I'd, right. like, go to, like, you know, Showtime shows, Gridley Page shows, mm-hmm. Rusty Dove shows, <clears throat> where you guys were already kind of, you know, doing it for a while. So yeah. it was just, like okay, like, what can I do to make my show a little better and taking yeah. these guys? And right. it's definitely helped over the years. And, like, going to, like, big, big shows and being like, okay, maybe you don't need to go as all out as we think because, right. like, when you're younger, you want, like, all the big lights, all the big sure. show, like, all the big. And uh, um, do you know who the Avett Brothers are? Yeah. So I went to an Avett Brothers show at Oma Gang, and I'm like, they're not doing anything special up there. Like no. they're just playing the songs with, you know, a decent light show. Yeah. Great a lot sound. more gear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, but not even that much more gear. He's sure. like they're all DI'd acoustic instruments and they yep. have like a Marshall twenty watt on stage yeah, for sure. that one song they have an electric guitar in. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay, this isn't magic. It's just you know, learning how to do it and do it wet, right and do it well. Of course. And then you don't need the KISS show right, to, right. like, draw people in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Unless you're Umphreys McGee and you have the greatest light show of all time. Yeah, they have so much gear, they think they're Led Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, my God. They've moved their imagine. gear so many times. Yeah. You think they're Led Zeppelin. They have so See, much but, gear. See, but, like, with that, like, there's an art to it. And mm-hmm. it's, like, um, that's why I love when we're working with Finelli. <clears throat> Uh, because Elliot knows our songs now, yeah. and he knows all like what lighting cues to do, and he doesn't do anything like ridiculous and spectacular. But it it's it's spectacular in its own way because sure. it's just so simple, just you know, you know, keeping it simple, yeah. hitting the beats here and there, and it becomes part you know, of your show. Yeah, you know what I mean. It really does. Instead of like you know. Oh wow! Look at that light show, and then you're taking your focus off the band, yeah. which is the real focus. I mean, but if you know a, a really good light guy, I mean, to me, I think Fidelity and Elliot are two of the smartest people I've ever met in my life, oh, and yeah. especially when it comes to like music yeah. production and everything like that. And uh, and um, to to watch them, the two of them work together, and how they are with bands, especially with the amount of different bands that they have to work with mm-hmm. on a yearly basis, it's like amazing to me how how they they do that. But um, uh, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Like I've always wanted more of 
a light show, not too big, but I've always mm-hmm. wanted more of a light show to kind of work with what we do, you know. And uh, it's we we have a light guy, which is great, Tony, and um, and uh, he uh, we we have the lights, <clears throat> we have moving lights that we only use for big shows, yeah. Which yep. I mean, you know, maybe once or twice a year we'll bring them out, but we got them if we need them. Yeah. But, but you know, I get, I totally get what you're saying, though. You know, yeah, it's like focusing on what makes the band good first, sure, and then just kind of like. Just adding what's enhancing it, not just adding stuff to add it. Mm-hmm. Like for a while, we were just like, you know, maybe we'll like, you know, put lights around this, blah blah blah. We'll do this and this and this, and then just after a while, it's like, but do we need it? Yeah, right, right. no. And then we'll find something that is working. Be like, okay, like we're keeping that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's like finding the little things that kind of just enhance your show, not sure. like you were saying, just distracting from. Yeah. It. Unless like that's your thing, like mm-hmm. I'm free and like. You always think of like a Rush show or something, yeah. or a Pink Floyd show. It's just like that's just part of the show. Right. Yeah, it's like another and, member of the band. Yeah, yeah. and it's just <clears> like, <throat> you know, Bold Maiden's not going to be Pink Floyd. So <laughs> why try to do that? <laughs> you know, Justin, how about that? The Old Maiden used to take field trips to Showtime shows. Oh my God, yeah. that, I, that, I'm, I'm like, it literally gave me goosebumps when he said that because I'm like, I'm like, I. I used wanted... to. We did it last summer. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys were playing at Lucan's, we're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, well, I'm, stuck, I'm stuck on my little iPhone watching you guys play. And like, there was, I forget what, what show it was. You guys were like in the middle of a street. It was packed. We do that a lot. So, and it, yeah, but it was like, on a, yeah, it was like on a stage, and it was like, I forget if it was like fall time, but it might have been in Syracuse, but it was like. Like, literally, you were playing down the street. It mm-hmm. was like, and it was the coolest thing in the world. I thought it was the coolest show, and you guys had so much energy, and it was like, man, I love that. But that's how I watch you guys. I can't take a field trip to your show, because yeah. I'm usually always playing. So I, I, like, literally watch, that's how I watch bands, is I get used to listening to it on my yeah. iPhone, you know what and, I mean? And that's, like, the only downside with being in a band, is you don't get to see music. Other, other music, right, yeah. exactly. Like, that's why, like, especially, like, Thursday shows, like, the like the Thursday after party shows, yeah. I'm like, I try to go to as many as sure, I can. Sure, sure. Because like, you know, I'm not playing this Thursday. Like, yep. you know, I've got this, you know, 12 show weekend, but yeah. like, I'm going to go out Thursday, try to scope out who I can, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, Jay Schnitt playing down at Nail, sure. you guys playing down at Lucan's or something, just be like, okay, cool, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Like, loving it. That's my favorite on a, on a Thursday too. I'll play and like if we have a break, then that, that we usually have like a half an hour break. Mm-hmm. So we to play two big sets, and that half an hour, I'm bouncing down the street. I'm yeah. like, I want to see who else is playing, and like, I want to like to be able to be on that side and hear live music. You're like, oh, this is what it sounds like. It's yep. not just what it sounds like in my in ears. I'm like, okay, yep. cool, all right, yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, no, I I totally like I, I wish that I could get to it. I'll tell you one thing though, I, you're a good band if you sound good on a cell phone speaker. I'm just saying. Yeah, good if point. you can I'll sell, if you can sound good on a cell phone speaker, then and with you guys, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I literally am listening to you guys play on my cell phone, and I can feel the music, which is really really cool. So yeah, that's that's that was definitely one thing that came out of that show, and I can't. I got to try was to it remember where it was. It might have been. I think it was. Because okay. they had like a street stage or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you it, were there. That, that might have been the video I posted. Yeah, it might have actually. Been. Might have, yeah, it might yeah, have I actually been like a ten minute video. Yeah, yeah. back two three years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a long it was a longer video and like it was a couple songs or something like yeah. that. But I was that man, what a cool show. 
That oh, was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love playing Syracuse. We had so much fun, man. And it's, hopefully it comes back next year. Yeah. But yeah. you guys are always got, got the invite to that because yeah. Mama loves you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love Mama. So. <laughs> <laughs> she just did the Salt City Waltz. Yep. Uh, did you from, Did you see yours? I did. Yeah. yeah. I did. I did. I saw you guys, too. Yeah. yeah and I, that, that was, was I such a that. fun night. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that a great yeah, night? Such a fun night. And that's what I love when she does the Salt City Waltz. And she only does it maybe once every four or five years mm-hmm. that it comes out because it's, it's a difficult time task to yeah, have everybody together thing. in sure. that room. It is. And to have every great musician in the Syracuse area. Yeah. And of course she dabbles into the 315. It yeah. dabbles into Utica too as well. Um, to have everybody there under one roof yeah. and having a good time yeah. and drinking and telling stories and then of course you, you know, it, like hanging out with Tim Heron for instance. Yeah. He'd be like, oh wait, I gotta go play. And like yep. he runs right, down right, right, to yeah, the yeah. stage is like he's doing his Neil Diamond thing and he yeah. comes back up, he grabs a beer like, so where were we? Is he? Like, it's just yeah, like, that happened to be all all night, like I was in the middle of a conversation, and somebody is just like, "Oh shit!" Like it <laughs> run over to the stage. Like, you're just you're sitting there with your beer, going, "Okay, yeah, okay, I'm gonna go watch you then." Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I have two things about that show, uh, and I think that uh, Stacy has heard me talk to her about this before. My only dream at that show, and I'm sure that there's somebody that sings this song already, but my dream is to sing. At the Salt City Waltz, and I want to do uh, the night they drove Old Dixie down. Uh, that is the one that I've always wanted to sing. That's my favorite song by the band, and uh, I've always wanted to do that. And the uh, second thing is, um, I am obsessed with that singer that plays that played the keyboard. He sang like a whole shit ton of songs. What the hell? He went. He went on. Uh, he was a semifinalist on America's Got Talent. He lives in LA now. Huh. Oh God. He was sitting. If you were watching the video, he was know. sitting off to the left. And he was just sitting down playing, and he was singing a ton of stuff. Yeah, as he's going to look at the comments. Somebody's yeah, gonna... I'm trying to see if anybody's <laughs> comment, yeah. and I can't remember. But I just liked him on. I just liked him on uh, Facebook. I too. said it was Nanny, but it's not Mark Nanny. No, no, no. no who? Yeah, that's another great talent too. Yeah. I mean, like I love that, Mark. You yeah. could just go on and on with Syracuse talent. It's yeah. insane, but indeed, yeah. The Salt City Waltz. That's a great time. And oh yeah, yeah. It was that your first one you played? Yeah. Okay, so that yeah. was 2018. Yep. Right. Was that 20? I was going to say when the last one happened because they do happen. I was probably like 10. So. Yeah, <laughs> you, you young whippersnappers. I'm not, I, I'm not that young anymore. <laughs> I still think I am. I know. I'm going to be 40 next year. Uh oh, we're having a party for you. Right. On air party. All right, I'm in. All right, I'm I in. like it. That's actually that's something that I was going to ask you guys. <clears throat> Do you know any acts right now in Utica that are like young people, like young bands coming up that I just don't know about? Because, like, how I just knew every other musician was through the tram. Right. And right. now that the tram's closed, I'm like, I have no idea who, like, the young people are. Right. Yeah. Because, like, when, especially when I was in the Birdsey Bandits, we were, like, the 18-year-olds yeah. and everything. And I want to be like, who are the new 18-year-olds that I should be listening to? Like, yeah. and maybe, like, people can comment. Cause, like, yeah, please. I, I mean, the youngest band I know is Trampoline Jetstream. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The youngest like, guys that I know. Right. And they're... In their twenties now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was watching those kids in high school. Oh, I remember, you, you remember when I when I was the that band? I remember when you were that band when too. <laughs> when it was us and uh, Ruben James. You're you're dating me now, <laughs> but thanks. Yeah, it was us and the Ruben James. We'd do our CD release parties at the electric company. Yeah, and, and right now, like Kate Devon. Are you familiar yeah. with Kate Devon? Yeah, Kate Devon. That's the other one I was going to say. Absolutely awesome. She's yeah. like sixteen, isn't she, or something like that? I think she's older than this. She's finally out of high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but I, I think she's still a teen. Yeah, yeah. she might be nineteen or sure. something. But she's really. Talented. I was going to say because. She's the only one I can think of, like under twenty-two, right. that you know I can think of in the Utica area. But I'm like, I want to start like 
throwing promotion to those people because yeah, like sure. there really aren't a ton of places <clears throat> to play. So I'm like, we need to find some sort of way to like highlight local young musicians, especially right. bands. Because I'm like, you know, I just miss good bands. Like when tr- when like Trampling Jetstream like finally got everything together and they started releasing stuff. I'm like, thank God, like a no, yeah, like a new yeah. band in the area. Right. I right. love this. this they got a great. fresh sound. Yeah, too. And they're. Like the best humans, they're they great. Are. They yeah, really they are. are. Yep. For sure. Other than that, man, I can't. I was a judge for that Stanley competition that we had this year. Okay. Uh, back in April, and there was some new talent coming across my radar. Yep. Um, and now, for the life of me, if I forget, yeah, I can't remember. So I have to go back to my judging sheet and uh, look because I still have a master copy of it. But there was some good ones out yep. there. Um, a couple of them I was really surprised with. Just had no idea. Yeah. That these people even exist. So and that's there, the there's thing. a they're, few of them. They're out there. I mean, yeah, they're they out there. Have to be. Because, I mean, it's in the water, man, around this area. Yeah. I swear it is. Because there's just so much talent just oozing out of this area. And uh, I just, it, it's always been that way. I mean, we were lucky. We had, uh, <clears throat> we, when we first came out, we were doing like 50s and 60s music. And so a lot of the <clears throat> older bands that were starting to hit the end of their, mm-hmm. you know, tenure or whatever, or playing and, you know, done playing or whatever, like we hopped on their train to kind of like, you know, we would open up for them and they were like, cool, these young kids want to open up for us and they play like all the music we grew up with. That's great, you know? And so like, it was funny though and I, 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 every band I talked to and every person I talked to, like if they played when they were younger, the look on people's faces when you would, you get ready to play and they were like, oh, young kids. Yep. Oh, you know, and then you go, you go through the whole thing. You watch your head bob like this. Let's go get a drink. Who's got a pee? You know, like this. Yep. And all of a sudden, everybody clears out the floor. And you're like, and, 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 you know, as a young kid, you're impressionable. And you're just like, oh, God. And you already feel like you suck because everybody's left the stage. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to sit and watch you. And you're like, crap. But then you get this, like, little thing in the back of your mind. And it's like, I'm going to show these people. You know yep. what I mean? And, like, and you just you rip into the first song and you watch everybody's head just whip around and go, Oh, wow, you know? And I'm surprised after all these years and all these younger bands that have come up, that people still do that. People yep. still go, oh, crap, the young kids are here. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, so it's, it's um, I, I love I love that. And if I if I, I get to see that sometimes, like, yeah. uh, you know, when the younger bands play, when I've seen all, all the younger bands play and stuff, uh, you know, Spencer, when he first came up and, I, I was you know, right those there. guys, yeah. when you watch them and you see, oh, you know, here's the next guitar, you know, guitar guy. And like, you know, you watch three guys in the crowd go, okay, you know, yep. like this, you know, and, and then like he'd start playing and like people would go, whoa. Yeah. You know, those are the guys that would be up there talking to him after, man, you're really good. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's like, wait, but before he started, you weren't even going to give him a chance, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Thanks. That happened to us a lot in the Birdseed Bandits. And so we just played as loud and fast as we could. Because yeah. of like the instruments that we had, we were just like, oh yeah, like they're just like some kids in the acoustic band. You yeah, know? yeah. And then I'm like, like stomp, like jumping on top of my kick drum and jumping off of it, <laughs> and like you know breaking ten strings a show. And sure, sure. Like everyone's like, oh okay, they they've got something. Like it was like super unpolished in the best way. Yeah. But like you know that was the appeal of that band. It was just like, like bluegrass people didn't like it because it was so that way but then like rock people started to like it because it's like oh i didn't know you could do that with a banjo type of thing i didn't know you could do that with an upright bass right so it's like oh like you know we we kind of got into it being like well how are we going to like get into like the bluegrass crowd and everything and we're kind of had the same mindset a lot through the old main and it's just like you know what 
we're not bluegrass, so we're right. just not going to try. And then, like, we <clears throat> played the Bill Knowlton Bluegrass Ramble, which is, like, this big uh, bluegrass festival out in Syracuse. Mm-hmm. And it was a very funny thing to watch because uh, we weren't allowed to bring Mitch because no drummers are allowed at bluegrass festivals. It's a very strict rule wow, wow. <laughs> at, like, any bluegrass festival you go to. And then, uh, so we were kind of on a sour note already with that. And then we're talking backstage and we're just like, like, should we kind of like bluegrassify it? Blah, blah, blah. And then Nash is just like, no, like, let's just go do what we what do. We and do, if right? they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. And it was funny because like a guy right in the front row, maybe in his early seventies, big cowboy hat. And he was there with his wife and we get like 30 seconds into our first song and he just turns to her and goes, nope <laughs> gets up and walks away and then we saw like 10 people like just kind of walk away yeah they're like oh okay whatever this is a funny story but then the people that stayed like they were super super into it so we're yeah. like oh maybe we kind of like underestimated the bluegrass crowd because you know like music's music like right. you, it doesn't need to be bluegrass you know because yeah. there are like how there's and there's like snobs in every genre of music but i kind of like equate it to like the jazz crowd is very similar to the bluegrass crowd. Like there's like, there's the book of standards that you play and you play those standards and that's what bluegrass is or Mm -hmm. that's what jazz is. And it's like, you know, when you start playing, like bringing originals into that scene, it's like they either absolutely hate it or absolutely love it. Like Nick, when he started bringing his originals in, it's like, Oh yeah, that's great because Nick's great and he yeah. looks like Captain America. So it, <laughs> he's the Captain America of bluegrass. But he I can't do it. 50 push ups. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, at that festival, we ran into Nick because Nick was playing. And Nick's like, What are you guys doing here? <laughs> we're like, They told us to come play. And he's just like, Great. Like, <laughs> and he kind of had the same sentiment of, like, I don't know how it's going to go, but it's going to be interesting either way, yeah. type of thing. And uh-huh. we're like, yeah. That reminds me, uh, the, uh, you said that jazz and bluegrass are similar in like, how they are with everything. Like mm-hmm. uh, the Montreux uh, Jazz Festival, mm-hmm. the first time Stevie Ray Vaughan yeah. performed at Montreux, he got booed off the stage. Mm-hmm. Very first. Stevie Ray Vaughan, yeah. you know, because there were so many jazz purists there. And, of course, he went in and played Texas blues. And, you, I mean, that's just – he did the same thing you guys mm-hmm. did. He's like, we're going to do what we do and, you know, screw them if they don't like it. Yep. But – It's the Monterey? Monterey Jazz Festival? Monterey, no Montro. Montro, yeah, it's Montro. Montro, okay, yeah, it's a different one. It's a different one. (laughs) Yeah, where's Montro? Montro is in uh, uh, I don't know Montreal or something. No, 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 no. No? It's uh, it's in Europe. Oh, Uh, is it France? Maybe I think it is in France. I think it's in France. All right, sorry, I just I was thinking Monterey Pop Festival. Oh, that's what you're thinking. The Pop Festival, but that was Jimi Hendrix. I was thinking. Yeah, Yeah. Monterey Pop Festival was. I got my guitars. Sorry, continue on. Don't mind me. But like the second time he was there, like people went absolutely crazy because like it's like I I think and 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 I got I'm I'm jumping around and my head's moving faster. That's local music Monday. I know. (laughs) Wouldn't be right if I wasn't fumbling everything I say. No, but no, it's serious. So like it's the ADD in the show. Oh, totally. But uh, like. I've noticed this a lot that, and it's it's even happened at the local level as much as it's happened in the national level, but genres are kind of falling apart. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's not jazz guys anymore. There's not bluegrass guys anymore. There's not rock and pop guys anymore. Mm -hmm. There's guys that just want to play everything. On a national level, you got guys like Zach Brown Band that that are pigeonholed as a country band, but they close almost all their shows with Killing in the Name of. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Literally, like legit nailing that freaking song. Yeah, when their, they la- do it. their last two albums. Yeah, not country. No, <laughs> like, not not at all. As a matter of fact, yeah. like you know, Showtime strictly does not do country, and uh, we do Overnight by the Zach Brown Band because it's like a funk soul song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, like on the national level, you got that, and then you got guys like you who are. I mean. I, you think Old Main immediately if you don't know them, you're like, that's a bluegrass band. Mm-hmm. You know, you see you see pictures of an upright bass and you know a banjo and a violin. You're like, yep, bluegrass. But then you go to watch one of their shows and you're like, uh, I mean, I can kind of see the influence, but you know what I mean. It's that, just the instruments. Yeah, just the instruments. But yeah. it's you guys playing what you feel, which is, which yeah. is so awesome to me, and it makes it gives me inspiration. I know it should give younger people inspiration and everybody inspiration that you don't have to write genre specific anymore it's true you exactly. can do whatever the hell you want good point yeah. you know and it's like people just want to hear music people crave music mm-hmm. and they don't care what it is yeah so all the great good, musicians good. are the ones that take from all different genres yes. yeah and that's what's great about the old man it's great about you guys too i mean you guys take from all genres yeah. like the old man covers everything from like the classic rock they'll play skinner and yeah and marshall tucker and then they're playing some straight up bluegrass and rocky top and, yeah and then their originals rock and mm-hmm. they, I mean, you're just all over the place yeah, yeah like I love our, it, man. like our show ender we end it as a reggae and it's like people are just like oh interesting you're like <laughs> reggae okay like but yeah and that's exactly it because it's like and especially like the music that I listen to now, I'm like, what, what do you call it? You know? Like, yeah, yeah. Cause like, I'm like really the only genre of music I really don't listen to is bro country. <laughs> and I'm like, I just can't. Bro I've never country. heard that before. Right. Bro, bro country. country. I love it's, it. Uh, like, I, ra- I know exactly ra- what yeah. you mean. Radio pop country. It's gotcha. Southern pop. It's not country. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because like when I think of country, I'm thinking of like John Prine, yeah. you yeah. know, Wailing Jennings and all that. And, like Cash. Yeah. 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 And like now that's considered Americana. Like that's yeah. not country anymore. Or what did they used to call it? Uh, uh, something country. It was um, Outlaw Country. Rap, Out- Outlaw Country. Yeah, Outlaw Country. Yeah. Outlaw Country. Yeah. And it's like, I remember... And this has happened multiple times where someone would come up and be like, you know, I don't like country, but, you know, you, I like you guys. I'm like, well, we're not country. Right. So that's probably like, why you like us. <laughs> that's probably why you like it. Get yeah. that country right out of your head. Yeah. Like, we're not Florida Georgia line. Right. And that's not Thank country. Thank God. <laughs> like, that's not, yeah. I, I'd get, uh, that's not uh, my least favorite. And again, right yeah. you know, McDonald's exists for a reason. Right, right. And so does Florida <laughs> Georgia line. This Lyon. is great. I, lo- I, could, I, I love this, this analogy. It's killing me, man. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's funny because uh, poor Tim, uh, when we play on Thursday nights, like we do, unfortunately, do some bro country. And it's, uh, but we're not doing like. Does it get people dancing and they love it? Exactly. That's what you got. But that's, that's, all, and that's what matters. You know, like. Pleasers. We, Florida Georgia Line, the only song I've ever listened to by them that I like is a song called Holy, because I'm a ballad freak. I just mm-hmm. love ballads, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the song Holy, it's a great, it's a nicely written song. I'm obsessed with Luke Combs right now because I think that I mean, oh, he yeah. writes his own tunes, yep. man. I mean, and he's like, he reminds me, like, like he's almost trying to push country back into what yep. it, when it was cool, you know, like when it was real country, yeah. you know what I mean? He's and not the way bro he country. Sings, no. He's not bro country. But then you got like, uh, uh, what's his face? Luke Bryan. Bro country, yeah. you know? What, but what about Chris Stapleton, though? Yeah, Chris Stapleton, exactly. now that he's considered Americana, though, am I right? Yeah, you really? Know? Yeah, he I really think is. phenomenal. I yeah, love Chris I, Stapleton. I, oh, my God. I love Chris. And his too. new album is yeah. so good. And he's written so many yeah. songs. You know, that, uh, you know what I just found out? Uh, Gary Johnson just, just enlightened me on this. I mean, first of all, 
I watched an award show, and it, it was probably a country award show. I just happened to be going through, and I saw Chris Stapleton, so I stopped. And it, they were in, in the middle of giving him, like, his fourth award for the night, mm-hmm. and they asked him if he wanted to pull his chair up to the stage <laughs> so he could sit there and just yeah. keep accepting awards because, like, literally he was nominated for everything because the dude writes so yeah. much music. So you know why uh, the Josh Turner song that's called Your Man, Baby Lock Them Doors and Turn yep. the Lights yep. Down Low? Chris Stapleton wrote it. Yep. Wow. I'm he, like, dude, really? He wrote a That's bunch of stuff song. for Jason yeah. Aldean and yeah. all those guys, Kenny Chesney, and yeah. he's written a lot of songs. And kind of when Chris Stapleton kind of like, because he was in a bluegrass band before yes, the, he was. That's the right. Steel Drivers, yeah. and when he left that and when I heard he was doing his like solo album, I'm like, oh, great, you know, he'll be like the other Americana bands I like, like he'll be like another Jason Isbell or the sure. Brothers where they'll have like a really like good following but mm-hmm. they're not radio sure right. and then when traveler came out and you know it was on the radio i'm like oh thank god now country is going to be like country now like yeah. it's not going to be bro country it's going to be you know chris stapleton he's going to usher in this like new realm new of, yeah. thing of being what new old sure and it just hasn't really happened yeah like there's you luke holmes yeah and you know what you know what bro country <laughs> reminds me of is uh um what is it called? Uh, the the hardcore rap, like uh, like like the real like like uh, gangster rap. Gangster rap. It reminds me of that, like like the new gangster rap where they grew up in like you know suburbs USA and they're writing <laughs> yeah. about how they they dealt drugs and got shot and all this stuff and they never got shot or dealt drugs. Right. Yeah. Like Same they thing. listened to Tupac and Biggie right. being like, oh, I can do that. And yeah. then they ended up doing it worse where right. like with bro country, they grew up listening in Idaho. To, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They like grew up listening to you Garth, know, Brooks. Garth Brooks sure. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Which again, I feel like Garth Brooks with my little headset on. Actually, I know, right? funny aside, ADD of the show, I had to go to the hospital when I was four years old because I would, I don't sleep, and I've brought this up before. Like, I never sleep, and I haven't my entire life. And I'd wake up in the middle of the night, drink my parents' cold coffee, put on my uh, VHS of Garth Brooks Live, and just jump around my living room. And I slipped on a, like, I slipped on my couch and busted my head open. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's just like, from then on out, I'm like, yep, that's, uh, that's my Garth Brooks story. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're hyper back then? You're, no. Were you a hyper kid, or was I, it, it was, coffee? It was a four-year-old drinking coffee drinking at coffee, 3 a.m. Right? Like, <laughs> that's what it was. Wow. That's so awesome. You know what I do got? What I want to bring up, too? Um, rumor has it there's a member that left the band now is rejoining Ooh, the band. Yeah. Uh, what, a former guest of this, local music. This is true. Local Music Money, former guest. Yeah. Um, I would say, and don't take this the wrong way, but I think he's the most handsome one in the band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, by far. We yeah. all will agree with that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Mr. Nash is Let's gonna... just say, like, the looks went down for a bit, and now... <laughs> now you become a chick band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I also heard that he will not be uh, returning to his normal instrument. Is that true? That is also true. Uh-huh. Wow. Yes. Did, so is this did... funny that you're hearing people talk about rumors about the old man? <laughs> it is. That, that's that's I don't cool, know right? if we're rumor-worthy, but... That, well, rumor you must rumor. be, because that's I mean, we're hearing, you know, the rumbling around town, you know? It was announced. You, you made... Yeah. the announcement and so yeah. what's that conversation like when you're talking to him because what originally what was supposed to happen he was supposed to take off to ireland COVID hits that canceled his whole plans out yeah so, that's pretty much it yeah so what's that conversation <laughs> like is he just like oh can i get back in the band or or do you reaching well, out to him how'd that go it well it's like nash and i 
like never stopped hanging out right. type of thing. Like, yeah. uh, like he was doing a lot of like writing for his solo stuff, and uh, like I kind of enjoyed taking his songs apart and rebuilding them because he likes to put extra measures where there's not supposed to be extra measures, <laughs> and he knows that. So he'd yeah. like call me up and be like, "Hey man, like I got this batch of songs. Like, can we go through them?" And we we're just doing that all quarantine. And uh, just one night, we we're just like, "Hey, like, you know, do you want to do that?" And he's like, "Yeah, and, like I was gonna ask." And I'm like, "Well, you know, I was gonna ask." But was it as as comfortable as you're explaining it? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then we went out for wine. And, there you no, go. But <laughs> um, stroll, stroll to the beach <laughs> for a little while. You know, they went for a nice swim in the woods, but you know. <laughs> But, no, it was just like a normal, like, well, now he's not leaving, and that that was the reason he was leaving the right. band, and he's yeah. just like, yeah, I'd like to come back in. And, like, he said, like, I'd like to come back in as long as we keep Blake and Pat, because, like, they've officially come on board and everything, yeah. and, like, we were kind of, like, going in a direction, and he's just like, I'm going to come in, I'm going to play guitar, like, I don't want to take over bass again, like... Blake's and like I don't know how much you guys know Blake Prost. He's out. He's awesome. He is man. an insane bass player. Sure like is. he is a learned fella. Yeah, it's the first time <laughs> I got to see him at that last Woodland show that you guys yeah. were at, and like wow, I just sat there and watched him the whole time. Yeah, like, wow, where and he's and he's from? big in Syracuse. Like he plays like if there's an acoustic act in Syracuse, Blake is there playing bass for them, wow. and he is extremely good. Yeah, and we've gotten to know Blake over the years just playing Syracuse stuff and. He was in the Ruddy Well Band for a bit, and so we just kind of took him. And uh, <laughs> you're mine. Yeah. And then with uh, Pat, Pat played pedal steel on all of our albums, and he was in the band uh, Tumbleweed Highway. Okay. And uh, they broke up a couple of years ago, and uh, he played like a few shows with us here and there, but he lives kind of far away. And like I said, he played on all the albums, so I just sent him a message, being like, "Hey, like, do you want to come on board?" So, like, when they came on board, we're like, okay, that's the band. Like, this is the sound that we want. And we we're kind of, like, bending in a different direction and all these things. And then when Nash uh, showed up and we had our first rehearsal, we're just like, oh, like, that's that's it. Like, that's the sound yeah. that not just that we were going for before, but it's, like, <clears throat> already what our – and I don't want to call it a new sound because it's not really a new sound – but it's like bent in a little bit of a different direction. It's yeah. fine-tuned. Yeah. Sure. And it's very easy to be fine-tuned when you're playing with musicians that are better than you. So. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And like Blake and Pat are just like top-level musicians. And it's just like I've had to consciously up my game being like, oh, I can't just like sit here and like beat the hell out of my guitar for an hour. It's like I need to, you know. Yeah. I need to know, like, dig into my theory from college and be like, okay, like, this is a minor seventh. And, um, <laughs> and, then, and then Pat's like, no, that's a sixth, Seth, but okay. And <laughs> so it's it's been interesting, but completely natural and great. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. Now, are you putting Nash's song into the repertoire? Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. He's got some great songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does. Yeah, he's become one hell of a songwriter. And kind of like something that he's been working on the past couple of months is for years he would take like years to write a song because he would like write part of it and then not like it and just kind of like put it away. 
And I would just kind of be like, no, Nash, like, that's a really good song. Keep going. Keep going. So he's kind of like had this deal with himself. He's just like, he's going to just start pumping out music. And he really has. And they're super, yeah. super good songs. Like I'm so, hoping to get to that point. Yeah. Like I, I have the, the syndrome where I write, like, it takes me years to write a song. Because yeah. I'm just like, you know, I'll write something and be like, yeah, I'll start to get into it. And then I'm like, something like pops into my head. And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> this is a horrible song. I'll put my guitar away. I'm no, I'm not touching you for three days. Yeah, it's well, your punishment. I, I <laughs> it's not the guitar's fault. I know, but I kind of make myself feel yeah. better somehow, you know. Well, I was reading, and this was years ago. I was reading a uh, an interview with Bob Dylan from the '80s, and he was talking about how he writes songs and everything. And he's like, "If I'm not done with a song in a half hour, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna leave that song. Wow. Like I'm not gonna go back to it." I might like pick a lyric here or there from yeah. an old song, but if it's not done in a half hour, I'm not using it. I'm just going to start over. Yeah. So That's I cool started doing that. that. Yeah. Like when I first started writing, I'm just like, just stream of consciousness, see what happens. And then I'll just like write a song in 10 minutes Yeah. and then put it away, go back and just fine tune some things. Yeah. Cause then you don't get in that rut of like, well, you know, like, you know, that bridge, you know, like I could be going to the A there, but you know, yeah. like there's not a lift lift and like, should I do a modulation? Cause it's like, no, just do it. I'm like, I'm not writing, you know, dream theater stuff. I'm not writing <laughs> rush songs. I'm not writing classical music. I'm writing like four chord yokel songs. Like <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> so like, don't make it that hard on yourself. Like yeah. it's just like, get it out and if it sucks you're like nobody's gonna see that yeah. and then it's like oh there's something there then just fine tune it later like yeah. lyrics are always been my hardest thing i can i can write music all day and mm -hmm. i could write 14 songs in a day right now musically bridge everything you know i could write it all right now i'll tell you exactly what the song's about too but i can't write lyrics to save my life it takes me such a long time yeah. <clears throat> uh an exercise that someone told me to do is uh like write without looking like put like a notepad like kind of behind you mm -hmm. and just uh like if the music comes before the lyrics like record the music and just listen to it and just write down any gibberish that comes to your head without oh. looking and then you'll find things in that that'll just kind of spark oh my god that's things. so cool and hmm. Interesting. i yeah. i i only did that once on a newer song and i'm like Oh, that worked. Because yeah. usually lyrics come for me first, and oh, really? then I'll write music around it. Yeah. And like this time, I just had the music first, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try that thing, and you know, I did. I'm like, oh, there's a song. <laughs> like, so yeah, it, it works oh, so for me. So cool. Yeah, I would love to do that. Nice. I, we got to talk about Saturday too. Saturday, yes. yeah. we got the big party going on, uh, the virtual party. Have you guys done a virtual concert yet? We did one very early on. Yeah. Uh, it was actually the first time Pat and Blake met was at this show. <laughs> Whoa. And it went really good and I'm super happy with how it turned out. And like everyone was kind of dubious about it because they never met and they were, were practicing with them separately and everything. And then it's like, oh, this totally worked out. All of our worries alleviated type of thing. So we did that one and then I was doing some live streams for a bit. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know just decide not to because people just stopped tuning in. <laughs> well, it's not that they stopped tuning in. I think summer hit. And when yeah. summer yeah. hit, people just stopped paying attention. But yeah. now that people are back on lockdown, yeah. we're going to go back on another lockdown, but the winter yeah. months are here. Yeah. I feel like now is the time to hit it again. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. and I heard that they changed the algorithm because so many like uh, like live videos were being uh, published at the same time. And at the time, 
YouTube was like really, really promoting and pushing for live stream stuff because that was their new shiny thing. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as the pandemic hit and everyone started doing it, they like backed off on that algorithm to like a normal post type of thing. So like when I first started doing uh, live streams, I'm like, I got 10,000 views on this thing live. And I'm like, that's great. And then five weeks later, I was like, okay, I got like a hundred people watching. That's (laughs) great. And then the last one I did, I'm like, okay, like 25 people tuned in. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to stop because I'm like, yeah, I can do something else with my yeah. Tuesday night. You know? Yeah, for sure. Drink scotch and watch Lord of the Rings. Like, you know. <laughs> Drink that really awesome beer from Woodland. Yeah, <laughs> that super awesome beer from Woodland. A little plug there. <laughs> they, have a, they have a beer named after us. So, yeah. you know, we got yes, those, they yeah. do. Yes, they do, man. You're the first band to have a beer named after them yeah. over there, then, which is awesome. It was another good beer. Yeah. It, it it was like one of those like. Did you guys have a hand in like uh, developing it at all, or? Well, like when he when we get first started talking about it, he's like, "You guys are the most palatable ba- most palatable band that anyone listens to because it's just like it's hard not to like what you guys do because sure. it's like, you know, it's very approachable." So he's like, "I want to do an approachable beer." So he kind of did. He did a Hell's Lager, which is like what a UC is, but yeah. it's just like I'm just gonna like beef that up. And that's like their, you know, their their gateway beer down at sure. down at Woodland. Of yeah. Like, gateway you know, beer. if if yeah. you like Budweiser, you're gonna like the Old Main. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so, essentially, yeah. comparing to McDonald's now. Yeah, <laughs> I would say we're more of a Burger King. Ah, like you there. But back to Saturday. Saturday we got the yeah. live stream happening. Yeah, we keep live going off. Concert. Yeah. It, it's happening. The ticket link is in the description. It's only ten bucks. You can watch the old main from the comfort of your own home. You don't have to worry about yeah. DWIs. You, there's no line for the bathrooms. You can, you can eat whatever yep. you want. You can you watch it naked if you want. You can sure. watch it naked. You don't can't, have to worry about price gouging. Yeah. You know you don't. You can pay for your own beers and you know and drink your own. Yeah. liquor and have your own food yeah. and don't have to wait in line. So well, I will say if there was price gouging at an old main show, I'd be a little happy. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'd be like, there's like price gouging at our show. <laughs> cool. Ticket scalping and all yeah. that. It, uh, no. By the way, if you ever heard the old main, where the hell have you been? Right, exactly. But seriously, check these guys out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited for Saturday. Yeah, it'll oh. be cool, man. Like, it's, it's a different vibe, of course. Yeah. I mean, we've done a couple of I wish I could open streams. for you. But the thing is, yeah. it's just like so weird with nobody in the audience, mm-hmm. and you're you're playing in front of cameras, and then like the three people that are in the audience, the sound guy, the light guy, yeah. and then me. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, that's kind of like a big thing because I noticed this when we did our live stream before. Mm-hmm. Is like, uh, it's kind of different because I was expecting it to be awkward, but when you're playing with your buddies, mm-hmm. like we're all very good friends, so yeah. it's just like. You know, it's not awkward because it's just like I'm playing to Mitch. Yeah. You know, right. like <clears throat> it's totally fine with us. Like I'd much rather have people there, but yeah. you know, but I'm I'm and a big thing with Saturday is we're gonna be playing like a whole bunch of new songs oh, that we cool. haven't been able to mm. play out because we haven't been playing. Right. And you know, it's gonna be our first show with Nash back and so it's cool. gonna be it's gonna be a a good good time. I'm I'm curious how people are going to think of it because the sound has changed slightly. Has it? So I'm sure there's going to be some people that will like it and some might not, but I hope they do. I think yeah. just with Nash being back in the fold, I think people yeah. are, are going to love it. Yeah. yeah. It's that hair. It's the hair. It's Nash's mm, hair. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would I be right to say too, though, like back to like, <laughs> like the, the awkwardness of playing in front of just cameras. I mean, like when you get a chance to play at a venue like that, you know what I mean? It, 
it's kind of hard to be awkward. Like, yeah. cause you're like, you're, you're riding on adrenaline of playing a cool theater. You yeah. know what I mean? Like happened to me every time I played the Stanley. I mean, I, I didn't care if there was, there was three people there. You know what right. I mean? I'm playing at the Stanley theater on the stage. I remember when I was a kid going, I want to play on that stage someday, you know? And I did it. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, you know, you, when you're there, it's just like the, the theater and you're almost, the adrenaline of that is almost carrying, carrying you through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We got to roll, don't we? I, I'm just looking. I don't yeah. know. Oh. You, you have to pick up your son. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Uh, well, this is what happens. So I could sit here and talk all day. I really yeah. could. I oh, love I it. I love talking music. I love talking all this stuff and it's great to hang with you, man. It yeah, really it's is. Good to hang with but you I want to remind everybody, pick up your tickets, yes. watch yeah. the show, comfort of your own home. You can watch it on your iPhone. You can watch it on any device. It's a one-time deal. There's a giveaway. Oh, you got a giveaway? Huh? Yeah, we're yeah. doing a giveaway where if you take a screenshot if, of your proof of purchase and send it to either the Old Main's Facebook or Instagram, you're going to get a merch pack with a shirt, both our CDs, and some stickers. That's so cool. I got to get you a shirt. And maybe one from uh, the Disruption Network. Yeah, I got to so. get you a shirt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I forgot. <laughs> Well, I'm here now, yeah. so uh, and you're going to be there on the I day. The show, uh. yeah, but we're going to be yeah. picking that the day after the show. So, like, you'll have up to you know after the show to just sh- send us your proof of purchase, and then you're in for the drawing, and we'll be pulling it the Sunday. Awesome, Sunday That's great, cool. That's going to be a great time on Saturday. I'm looking forward and to just it. A, just too. a heads up to everybody out there. If there's, uh, I don't know how many people are listening, but uh, these these uh, virtual shows like this, okay, it's obviously to support different things. And so if you're buying a ticket and you're having 12 people over your house, have the 12 of them maybe buy a ticket too, just because, you know what I mean? It's Yeah, support you know, your local music, support people. Support local music. It's just like, you know, yeah, I mean, we, we, we uh, all of us, I think, would love the fact that you're having a watch party at your house, you know, with 18 of your friends. But, you know, support the band, support uh, what, what they got going on here because we're just trying to keep it real for you guys, you know? Yes, and we do have the ticket link in the description That's of this right. video that you're watching right now. So you could click on there right now and purchase your tickets. It's only $10. It's only $10. You, you know, you don't have to buy that 12-pack for the week and just yeah. buy a ticket to see the old main. And it's like it's less than appetizers at Applebee's. Exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. Uh, before we do get out of here, there's a lot of people checking in, so we got to say hi to everybody that's checking yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, big ups to our friend Judy. Hi, Judy. Thank hey, you for Judy. checking in. Hey. She says beer and music go well together. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, they're having a party on Saturday. I know Ooh. they purchased their tickets, so there's a little house party Ooh. going on. The, that's the, awesome. The Judy Posse, if you will. Yep. <laughs> the, the, the Posse. The Posse. Yeah. They're, they're known as The Posse. I love they're, it. they're official. They have stickers. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, I, know the, ooh, I need a sticker. Uh, I know awesome. you need to be you need to be Posse approved to oh, get a sticker. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. I didn't know that, huh? Um, also, who else is checking in? Our boy Tony, checking in from Uncle Charlie and the Meatballs. Thank yeah, you, yeah. Tony. Woo. Everybody out there in Facebook land, if you could do us a favor, click the share button, spread this video. It'll help spread the word of the Old Main and what we're doing with the live stream on Saturday night. Is he? So, yes. I wonder if Tim Moore has ever heard of the Old Main. Well, t- t- I'm getting to him. See what I did? Uh, I'm getting to him. <laughs> but yes, he has, actually. In fact, I, I got a quick little I was story. trying to figure out how to, how to mention him because we haven't mentioned him yet. He called me one day, and this is maybe two years ago, three years ago. I can't remember. He called me one day. He's like, hey, Z. You guys, you know anything about this old main band? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm friends with them guys. They're great. They're awesome. He goes, huh, oh, you know, I'm, I'm digging their stuff. It's not really like usually what I'm into, but wow, these guys are really yeah. good. You think I can market them? <laughs> that's so, Tim. Yeah, that's I love Tim it. for sure. Always, always uh, scheming, right? Yeah. Yeah. But well, he's, a, if, he's just, let me tell you, that dude is so smart when it comes to entertainment oh, in yeah. the entertainment world, and we're lucky we got him. Yeah, so we big are. Big ups to Tim. Just man. give me a call, Tim. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, Tim. 
Um, Mike Coley's checking in. Switzerland is the Montreal. The Switzerland, Mont- yes, yes, thank you. Montreal I knew it was over there in Europe somewhere. So, and uh, he's saying that Kate Devon just turned nineteen. All right, so she and she's a phenomenal talent. If yeah, you haven't great. heard her, we should get her on yeah. local music Monday. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, he's always tuning in. Is he? I love that guy. Mike Coley's yeah. the best. Mike is. I mean, I I've, I don't think I've officially met him, but uh, oh, you he's, got uh, Yeah, he's, he's like he's, he's all over bear. the place and supporting all the local oh, music, and I love it. Huge, love it, love it, love it, love it. Check out three one five music.com yeah i think i I think i already belong to that group so that's him yeah oh beautiful okay that's him he's got the little publication going Mm -hmm. out i mean i hope i get to meet him that'd be cool oh mike's a great guy mike's a phenomenal guy so um and then uh pat raynard saying naked egg shaking okay is that what's happening on saturday night well when he he'll be tuning in from his home and uh he will be naked and egg shaking okay So that's what I'm assuming from from the post. Please do not screenshot that picture because no, it's proof do not of per- slide that it's into proof of purchase. DMs. Okay, good. Oh yeah, proof not of not not proof of purchase as in you have Christine take a picture of you next to the TV that you're streaming it from. It's of the ticket. Gotcha, Pat. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> and and our good friend Moyer's checking and he's saying Seth get a hold of him so. Okay. Wait a minute, Seth's hey. telling you to get a hold of him. I mean, come on now, let's get let's get it straight here. No, What's you, happening? Your Either people way. will get a hold of my, my people. people. It's, it's, it's all the you know we'll we have people it. for this. See, look at local music Monday <laughs> making shit happen. Justin. Tim's gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. Okay, <laughs> any offer is good right now. I'm, it's a pandemic. <laughs> uh, you know, but honestly, what Tim's doing with a lot of the college scene, yeah. Yeah. I, I think you guys would fit oh perfect God, into yeah. all that. I yeah, we have Nash. I hate and you got true story. But I hate college girls with Nash. They'll have to put a camera just on Nash. You guys yep. can all play, but just put the camera on the yep. whole time. Be like, see, we're college age. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it though, but that that other band, the Mumford band, you know, yeah. you know, but they the, broke our glass ceiling. Those guys, oh, right? They yeah. did. They kind of yeah. paved a little bit of a way for for that yeah. to open up for yeah. guys like you. And yeah. and I think you guys are way better than Mumford and Sons. Oh, way better. I think so. I don't know. That's my opinion. Maybe hot take. Maybe I'm biased because you're <laughs> yeah, I think I am too. But, uh, yeah, cool. Awesome. Thanks to everybody out there in Facebook land and YouTube and Periscope and Twitch and everywhere we broadcast the D. MySpace. And uh, make sure, you know, we got to get back on MySpace. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think we need to bring that back. Yeah. The retro. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to get into my account I'm, once, and I couldn't remember. I'm going to make a MySpace page for the band tonight. Think, all right, cool. Yeah. Share it with yeah. all yes, of us. Yes, please do. Yeah. Share on Facebook. It w- all right. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Justin, are you playing anywhere this weekend that you want to plug? Uh, yeah, it's so funny. I'm, I'm going to be 40 next year. We talked about this, and I have to look it up on my calendar because I have no idea. Uh, Wednesday, I'm at Fertello's. This, this is like an, a weekly thing now. I'm just, I, I actually figured out I'm playing six times at Fratello's in December. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, which is awesome. But yeah. I mean, it was six different acts, which is great. So I'm playing by myself at Fratello's on Wednesday. Uh, Friday, I'm there with the trio, Showtime Trio. Okay. And then Saturday, the Showtime Trio is at Lucan's. Excellent. So nice. you're busy. Good. Yeah. And then Saturday is the only gig for you guys this week? Um, I got a solo show at Woodland on Sunday. Ooh, ah, yeah. nice. They're going to have Santa Claus there. Okay. And uh, Santa is opening for me. So Wow. Very cool. So, so it's going to be a hard act to follow. Is yeah. That, is that a kid-friendly show? It is a kid-friendly show. Awesome. They're cool. going to have free hot chocolate for kids and Santa Claus. And, and beer me. for adults. What time yeah. does that start? Um, the Santa's going to be there at 10, I believe, and I start playing at 2. Cool. cool. Awesome. Yep. That's really cool. That's yeah. good to know. I like that Woodland mixes it up. They're always doing creative yeah. things. Yeah. They had a scarecrow making contest the other day. Did they? Super cool. Yeah. Always doing cool creative yeah. things. I'm man. thinking about uh, seeing if they'll take like adopt me. I could put like a 
cot in there so I could sleep there whenever yeah. I want. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just like so I could be there for all the events that they do because yeah. it's just really cool. <laughs> Moyer's saying <laughs> that they would kill. Actually, do you have Nash's number? Chicks dig Nash. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> Oh man, that's hilarious! But yeah, I mean, hey, sex sells, I guess. I guess. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> but uh, big ups to my my sponsors. If not for my sponsors, this podcast is not possible. Thank you to EJA Moving Services, Attorney Dave Longaretta, Utica Coffee, and Saranac Brewery. And Seth, thank you, man, for coming yeah. down and hanging Thanks out. For Next me. time, we got to get some hot sauce. Yeah. Down. Definitely. I'm so down. Oh, man. We burned our mouths. Like, ugh, it was brutal last time we got so together. So we, we're going to do that party we were talking about at some point. Like, uh, you know, like like we'll have it during during the local music Monday. And I think, like, we should get a bunch of us to play, like, you know, just because the old man can set up anywhere. Yeah. So we could throw yep. them in the corner over there, and mm-hmm. they'll still find some way to set up there. Oh, yeah. Yes. And They've no, done it here before. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, like, but, like, you guys can, like, be, like, the house band, and, like, we'll all just jam together. You know what I mean? And, like, Sounds we good. should do that and, like, have, like, a big party and, you know. I think we should do that. After the Corona Coaster, After the corona coaster. is over. Yeah. yeah. We're like going to have a big, like, coming back party. All you know? Celine yeah. Dion covers, though. Oh, I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it. Do All right. Believe in love after just, love? just. <laughs> no, I mean, that was Cher, though. Yeah, you're right. But how did <laughs> I know that? Like, how, what, that just They're the same person, though. I know they are. Oh, God. They are the same person. <laughs> we just can't have Tim sing, uh, I Will Always Love You. Yeah. No, that was Whitney Houston. Same person. Same person. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here. All Seth, right. thank you, Justin. Thank you. Have a great week, guys. And uh, I'll be back. I, I'll be back tomorrow, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. You'll be back. Z's here every day. I, 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 I live here. <laughs> Later, guys. Bye.